Now, today's guest on the podcast, you might have seen him around town already, um, whether it's in Dunedin or in Tarpon Springs in his bright orange shirt. His name is Russ Hilton, and he is the owner of Dunedin Bike Tours. Um, I've known Russ, uh, I met him a little bit, uh, I think earlier last year, so I've known him a little bit before the podcast, but I'm super excited to finally have him on the podcast, learn more about Dunedin Bike Tours and kind of what he does. He's got a great following. People really enjoy his bike tours and um, no one else is doing it and, and definitely no one else is doing it, doing it like Russ. So super excited to share his story. Um, and he's also doing some some fun stuff here in October with some ghost tours. Um, believe it or not, I guess we do have ghosts in, in our town. So um, tune in. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, let's go meet Russ. Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to call home. It has everything you could dream of from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle to the people in the community. Now through this podcast and Instagram, I've been able to make some incredible connections and I want to invite you to come follow me on Instagram. It's at Donnie.Hathaway where I share all the best places to live, work and play in beautiful Palm Harbor. Welcome, Russ. I appreciate you taking the time to jump on the podcast with us today. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of, you know, picking your brain and learning more about, about your business, Dunedin Bike Tours. Mm-hmm. So why don't we um, start there and, and, and tell us, you know, what is Dunedin Bike Tours? Well, uh, Dunedin Bike Tours was kind of uh, brought on at a time where I was looking for something to do. And I, and I was out of work at the time and I had friends came to town and they were coming to town. And I'm like, OK, what am I going to do with them? So I threw them in a car. And they had never been to Dunedin before. So I put them in a car, drove them around to different spots. We went to Honeymoon Island. We went to Causeway. We went downtown. Uh, we drove by the Fenway. We drove by some other different places. But when I got done, they were loving it. They thought the town was fabulous. It was great. They, they, it was a great time. But afterward, they left. I was like, okay, so who's doing a tour around Dunedin? And I really couldn't find anything that was a really all-inclusive tour that kind of showcased the town uh, in a way. And I thought, okay, well, how could I do this? And then I started thinking, well, it's a bicycle town. Why not put everybody on bikes and do this? And I started off in very meager terms, but got it kicked off. Uh, I went from a concept uh, in five weeks. I went from concept to opening in five weeks with everything done, all the legal stuff, uh, all done in place social media, website, everything was done in five weeks. Opened up, got my first tour started. And at the time, people just had to bring their own bikes. Uh, but now I've actually grown to where I actually have my own fleet. And I have a lot of out-of-town guests now that fly in, don't have their own bike, not a problem. They rent a bike, we take off and go on a tour. Uh, we do them just on the weekends right now. And people are coming uh, from all over the country. They come here to Dunedin. Uh, Tarpon Springs. We also have a Tarpon Springs tour, and they're taking the tours and loving it. Yeah, they, yeah. I have five stars across the board from everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and and you're it's, it is kind of crazy that that wasn't in place before. Like there was there was no right. bike tours or just a tour of of the area at all. Right, exactly. And when I really started researching it more, I say there was some people that were doing tours, and I'll say that the history tour does their walking tours 
uh, twice a month. There's one that's downtown and there's one at Victoria Drive, which is great. Those tours are wonderful. I've taken them. Uh, Vinny and the, and the crew at the History Center do a fabulous tour, but it's very limited to what they can do in a walking tour. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, we've got a lot of bicycles here and people are out and about. It's a great way to see the town. And I've taken bike tours when I travel. So why not when they come here, they travel. Yeah. So, so going back, like before you started this business, like what did you do before? Did you ever, have you ever like ran a business before or, um, you know, yes, starting uh, this? Yeah. Where does that come from? Well, uh, two things I, I, prior to this, I was working in the corporate world. Um, I was selling medical scrubs to hospitals and nursing facilities around the country. Uh, so I was in that corporate uh, structure for there for a long time. Um, prior to even moving to Florida, which I've been here six years, almost seven years now, um, I actually ran my own mobile disc jockey service for 25 years. Oh, wow. Very successfully. Uh, and, and we got to be one of those top rated DJs and had a lot of experience with it. So I feel like I could bring a lot of that aspect of it because I can talk in front of people. Yeah. I can lead a crowd. And I take that same thing and put it into the bike tours. Yeah. So this is almost like a natural step for you into, you know, creating these bike tours. Mm-hmm. Like you really found the the story. Yeah. You've, you found that need within the community and, uh, and jumped right in. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what about, so when you're choosing the stops for, for Dunedin, or, or like you said, you do the, the bike tours in, in Tarpon too, like, mm-hmm how did you go about like choosing those locations and stops and, and just becoming more knowledgeable about the history of the town and that sort of stuff? Well, part of it was going to the history museums and doing the research. Um, But then there was also part of me of just getting on my bike and riding. And I literally zigzagged up and down streets to see if I could find those hidden gems that people didn't know about. Uh, Right now we stop at a place called the Mosaic House of Dunedin. Uh, it is a very unique home uh, by an artist couple, and it's always one of the highlights of the tour. We also stop at the um, uh, Kellogg Mansion, which is not going to be there much longer. Yeah, uh, We stop there. We don't go inside, but we do stop and talk about the history of it. Uh, and then we stop at other historical locations. Uh, there is a lot of stuff that goes on downtown, uh, the Fenway Hotel. But all of those locations, I really just got into stopping at those places, asking questions. Can I stop here? But it was all things that I wanted to get people off the trail. People have ridden up the Pinellas trail yeah. and they ride up and down. Of course, with COVID, once you got, were able to ride on the trail, that's all they did was they ride up and down the trail and it's, they never got off the trail and never saw anything else. My tours are actually only about maybe 10 or 15% of it's actually on the trail. Okay. The rest of it is all off the side streets to see other things. Yeah. But I did a lot of just zigzagging until I found the right spots that I thought people would really like to see and highlight things that uh, would be unique. And so it's a cultural and historical tour. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So you just kind of do your homework, you know, and find stuff that interests you. Uh, and there's a lot of history in our town too, that I think yes. a lot of people don't, don't, re- don't realize, you know, in, in Dunedin, you know, Palm Harbor, Tarpon Springs, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. It's cool that you are, you know, just showcasing that, that history. Yeah, I would say it's kind of like going to the History Museum, except you don't have to go inside. <laughs> <laughs> you just hop on a bike and we go th- go live history and actually go see the spots where, where things happened. Yeah, 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 that's that's super cool. Um, so what about, 
what about some challenges in, in starting this, this business? Um, have you had any challenges uh, there as far as like, you know, going from, you know, not having a business to, to get it up and running um, or just like with COVID and, and that sort of stuff too? Yeah. I mean, I, of course, everybody had a challenge with COVID. Yeah. Uh, I think once we were able to kind of uh, break out from our houses and, and get outside a little more and not be on such a lockdown, one thing that everybody was doing was exercising and getting out and riding a bike, uh, which was like I said, that time that we were locked down for a while. It allowed me to actually do a lot of research and a lot of uh, marketing research for social media yeah, uh, and really kind of hone that type of stuff. Um, prior to the lockdown of COVID, I actually got to meet with a social media guru who helped me kind of get over a hump of basically what I was doing wrong in social media. And he helped me push into long where I was doing videos. Uh, along with another uh, person, Madison, who shot a promo video for me for free. Well, she helped me kind of get that spark and inspiration so that I could go out and do my own. And I've been doing these crazy videos ever since, which are, I won't say not quite viral, but they are quite funny. And that has made me known around town. So, yeah. And, and so I'm sure your background, you know, being a DJ and stuff like plays right into, you know, yep. creating those videos and stuff too. It makes that pretty simple. Sure, sure. But yeah, those challenges. The other challenge I had really starting off was that I didn't have that fleet of bikes. Yeah. And you had so many people that were calling and say, Hey, do you have a bike to rent? And I'd say, no, we can rent them. You can rent them on your own, bring them. But it really proved to be a logistic uh, challenge. Uh, and so I knew I had to kind of get over that hurdle and start getting my own bikes. And my wife and I both had uh, basically new bikes that we had sitting there that weren't being used a lot. And, I used her bike and then we bought three more bikes. Well, that got us four. And then I started filling up those four people on a tour and we could take up to 10 people, by the way, uh, filling up that four. And I had people calling going, we need two more bikes. We're bringing six people and we need two more bikes. So I kept renting. Sorry. Um, and when I had to rent, I'm like, well, if I have to rent a couple of times and I need to start buying. And so we yeah. kept expanding, expanding, expanding. And now we have, uh, 10 bikes in place now to take you on a tour and they're all decorated. They're all named. They, they all have their signage and everything. It is people just going to, they're comfortable. They're, yeah. they're well-maintained. Uh, so when people come on, they actually have a great experience and it's not just about taking a bike tour and yeah, we go three hours or two hours and it's seven miles. Well, they don't feel like they're actually riding seven miles. They're actually just riding around town in a nice yeah. casual pace. So that was my biggest challenge was getting into my own fleet and that has grown now already. And it's, it's becoming, uh, it's going to take off this year. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So you have, so you have 10 bikes, so you can take up to 10 people and you mm -hmm. can also bring your own bike too, right? Correct. So you can still do that as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So, um, so where does your, your like interest in the community kind of come from and just being, being involved in the community as well? Where does, where does that come from? I want you to meet Kaylin from K Coastal Designs. K Coastal Designs is a local graphic design company that specializes in logos and branding. Kaylin will create custom designs ranging from logos and t-shirts to business cards and social media graphics and much, much more. She will also create custom mural art for your public and private wall spaces. For all your design needs, call Kaylin today at 727-771-3701 or email her at kcoastaldesigns at gmail.com. And like I say, with being a small business owner uh, myself, yeah. 
and even prior to this being an entrepreneur, I, I really wanted to kind of highlight other small businesses in the community. And I'm actually, with mine, I actually have, when you come on my tours, you get free stuff. Nice. I've got free beer. I got free appetizers. I got coupons and discounts of things. I got a, you get a free sticker now, you know, <laughs> things like that. Cool. But I, I really wanted to highlight small businesses. And um, so part of this motivation was to help other small businesses grow at the same time by driving business to their, uh, to their doors. Um, and I have seen a lot of my guests after the tour, if I'm taking a break or something, I'm actually stopping at these local businesses and guess what? They're having a beer, they're having lunch and, and they're actually utilizing those coupons. So I know they're driving businesses, uh, business to their doors and they're winning too. And I like other businesses uh, to win as well. Yeah, I, I think that's what's unique about our area is, is um, all the small businesses, businesses, and I've said it before, they're all kind of looking out for each other and, and doing whatever they can to, to, like you said, just drive traffic to their doors and, and help each other out. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say we have a good network of businesses and we all work together. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100% true. And so, then um, social media too, following up with them. <laughs> yeah. Tagging everybody. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Social, social media is a, a big part of it as well. Right. You, you mm -hmm. know, uh, especially um, in, in today's society and stuff. So, um, so you're the people that, that come on your tours, are there, do you have locals that come on the tours or is it a lot of people from out of town? Uh, both. I would say, yeah. I would say probably about 70% is out of town, about 30% of local. Okay. Uh, it, it just kind of depends on the time of year. Uh, yeah. I probably have more locals over the summer. Uh, but certainly in the springtime, uh, during kind of in season, really kind of October through May, uh, we have a lot of out of town guests or snowbirds. Um, hopefully that our Canadian border will open up a little bit more and we'll have right. Canadians yeah. to visit when they come back to visit, I'm going to be busy, busy, busy. Um, mm -hmm. and I think both my tours are going to be slammed, uh, when that all happens. So. And so, and so right now you're just doing tours on, on the weekends. Do you, do you hope to expand like throughout the week or is weekend just kind of like that time when a lot of people are, are visiting and majority of the time is the weekends. Um, yeah. I, I'm actually very shocked as how many Sunday tours I get, but I do get a lot oh, of yeah. those. It's just people that are, have big plans on Saturday and we need something to do on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it's just weekends, uh, Saturdays and Sundays, uh, throughout all the year. Um, but expansion, I've had a lot of people ask, do you do anything during the week? Yeah. Not usually, but if you ask and I have the availability to do it, I can make a special tour out of it and, and accommodate. Um, it's just not, not yet that we've expanded out. I've always talked about it. maybe expanding out to a Friday and adding a Friday afternoon tour or a Friday morning yeah. tour or both, but that's something way down the road yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it sounds like a pretty cool, cool business. And it's, um, I think it's really cool for the community. And, and like I said, like what you're doing with, you know, just, you know, just teaching everybody, you know, about the community, about the history of, of Dunedin and, and Tarpon and stuff. Um, so what do you enjoy about it the most? <laughs> what I enjoy the most, I, the, the one thing, I have three basic rules in my tour. Yeah. Uh, one is have fun, which means we're smiling and have fun the whole time. Yeah. Two is we work smart, which means we work safe, uh, make sure everybody comes back safe. And three, no regrets. Uh, if I put all those three things together uh, with my tours, and I tell everybody about this, when they take my tour, they get that same speech. Um, 
if you're doing those three things correctly, you're going to come back and have a great time. My goal is really to make people smile, period. I don't care if I'm doing a bike tour or not. I still want to make people smile. Yeah. And that's really my motivation in life is just to make people smile. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, so what do you have coming up next for, for Dunedin bike tours? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll give you a teaser. Grab the a list. teaser. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. We have ghost tours coming up in October. Ghost Our tours. Ghost tours will be on Saturdays and Sundays at four o'clock and you can bring your own bike. You can, uh, you know, rent one of ours, but we're going to actually grab here. I have a little ghost meter here. And we can actually check the uh, EMF readings and see if we can find some specters and some uh, little, little ghost hunting. Uh, no, no, no ghost busting, but we'll do some ghost hunting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's our next thing. And they're already starting to fill up. People are already starting to book into this uh, tours. And then go to clearwaterbeach.tours to sign up today. Cool. cool. So ghost tours. So we have ghosts in our area? Yes, we do. We do. I've actually partnered with the Dunedin uh, History Museum to get a lot of the ghost stories. Oh, cool. um, there is some ghosts at the uh, Andrews Memorial Chapel. There's some at the Fenway Hotel. Uh, when we actually started sitting down with the meeting, I realized that all the ghost stories they're telling are actually on my tour, on my regular route. Oh, really? Yeah. So I just got to just flip the, the script a little bit, and we're going to start talking about some of these stories that are happening. So a portion of my proceeds are actually going back at the end of the month. I'm actually going to donate back to the Dunedin History Museum. Cool. So just continuing with, get, you know, staying involved with the community and supporting right. the community. Right. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that. So what is, um, what's one of your favorite stops, uh, whether it be Tarpon or, or, or Dunedin? Well, one of my favorites, I'll, I'll say that there's probably two favorite stops on each one of them. Yeah. My favorite stop in the Dunedin tour is the Mosaic House of Dunedin. Uh, it's a house that has literally been on the works of Mosaic for about 18 years. This couple has worked on it. And there's literally thousands of tiles all around this house. Uh, front yard, backyard, side yard. We get to go see it. We get to see them in their studio uh, sometimes oh. if they're working. Uh, that's my favorite one in Dunedin. Uh, in Tarpon, uh, St. Michael's Shrine is one of my favorites. Uh, little chapel uh, off the beaten path people don't know about. Kind of one of my little favorite things, you can kind of get away quiet and kind of see something that was dedicated to somebody. So I think it's uh, part of the communities that those are my two favorite spots out of the tours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. And so the people like the, the mosaic house in Dunedin, they, they live there. That's, that's their home. Right. And they've just right. decorated it uh, right. to their style. Yeah. It's an ex uh, explanation of their life and it's how they kind of uh, pay homage to everybody around them and inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of perfect for Dunedin too. So, and that's one of those I drove by when I was riding my bike one day Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and that that's how we kind of got the conversation the relationship built. And now they're close friends of mine and we, you know, I bring people by there every week uh, yeah. and they, they enjoy it. They like people coming and stopping it and seeing their artwork. And uh, that's important too, an expression of artwork. We have a lot of creative people in Dunedin and this whole yeah. area, our area. And they're here. These creative artists are everywhere. Why not show it off? And right. I get to do that with their house. So, uh, which we do have a art, a, excuse me, it's an art waltz tour that's coming up in November. I believe it's November 13th. Okay. Um, it, traditionally, it's been an art waltz where you kind of get in your car and you drive these different locations. Uh, we are going to do a little bit different. They have seven artists. We're actually going to go 
re, uh, go to four of these artist homes uh, in November. Um, and you'll get to see their studios as well. And, and the Mosaic House will be at one of those stops. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So um, so I always kind of like to, to wrap it up with, you know, asking the guests what their favorite um, local business is in, in the area. So this may be a tough one for you to pick, pick one, but you got to pick one. Um, it could be a business. Or only one. Yeah. Really one. <laughs> oh man. One of my favorite local businesses is actually where we start, uh, in Dunedin it's two crow coffee. Two crow. Yeah. Two crow is, is favorite from everybody. He's got good coffee. He's got good pastries. Uh, and it's a good atmosphere. Well, uh, if you're a guest on my tour, you get a 15% discount before you even start the tour to come in and have coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we promote that. And, and so we start there at Tuco Coffee. You can come in, have coffee, have a pastry, a little breakfast, get on a bike and ride for three hours and we come right back there to uh, end it there. Tuco Coffee is one of my favorite spots. Yeah. Like you said, they make good coffee and they have an Airbnb upstairs. Like just yeah, above. Exactly. yeah. And I've had guests from his Airbnb nice. take our tour. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And and that's, you know, I don't know the history of that home and stuff, but speaking of like history, that's an old home that they, they kind of renovated into this coffee shop. Yeah. It's a 1916 home. Um, and there are some specters and ghosts there as well. Oh yeah. So we will actually kind of start inside a little bit with that one, uh, and then work our way outside and get on our bikes and uh, head through downtown. But yeah, there is a, a ghost, uh, from Dominic's stories that there is a ghost there in that home. Interesting. Somebody didn't pass away in that home. Yeah. Interesting. I never knew that, but that's, that's good to know. Um, so how can people, um, find you on, on social media? How can they schedule to, to book a tour with you as well? Uh, the easiest way to book it is go to my website, clearwaterbeach.tours. Uh, and you're going to look at it going funny, but it is, it is clearwaterbeach.tours, but it highlights both the, uh, Dunedin bike tour, the Tarpon Springs bike tour, and of course the ghost bike tours, uh, which by the way, are ghost bike tours. We're the only the second ghost bike tour in the country. What? That's right. We're the only the second one. What? There's another one in Provo, Utah. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe um, it's the, the bike tours. Maybe that you know that's that's the the kicker there that not a lot of people right. are doing that on the bikes. Yeah, there's a lot of ghost tours. Yeah. But there's only uh there's only one other one in Provo, Utah, and I'm number two. Nice. Um and so that's how you get on the website. If you're going to look me up on social media, it's Dunedin Bike Tours, both on Instagram and Facebook uh, and YouTube as well, uh, which if you haven't seen any of my crazy videos, <laughs> go out to YouTube, go out to Facebook, look at all the crazy videos. I have tons of them uh, and they'll all make you laugh. <laughs> yes, 100%. I, I can agree with that. There, there's some good videos and you're super creative with your videos too, which is which is entertaining. Uh, I try to be, I try to, you know, again, it goes back to making people smile. Yep. Make you smile. <laughs> yep. Love that. So, um, so, and we'll link all the, all the links and stuff in the description below, but, but Russ, I appreciate you jumping on the podcast today. It was fun to kind of learn more about your business and uh, just appreciate your time. All right, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, love what you're doing too, Donnie. So I really hope you enjoyed that conversation today. Be sure to hit that follow button for Palm Harbor local on your favorite podcast platform and download the episode as you listen in. To learn more about the life in Palm Harbor area, then follow me on Instagram. It's at Donnie.Hathaway. Have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.